Ask Andy is our new subscriber-only show. Every month, Andy answers your questions. Like these. What's your favourite colour biro? What the f*** is it with you and terrapins? Uh, what are the spring 2024 catwalk colours? How goes it with the sitar? Can you recommend either the floating barge or the detour to Rwanda? What do you think of the kids of politicians getting into politics? Maybe you and your colleagues would be able to suggest some coping mechanisms. And Andy even asks a few questions himself. Do you, do you think I could get to Christmas number one? Subscribe to Ask Andy Now via any podcast platform. Go to thebuglepodcast.com forward slash donate. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hello and welcome to episode 6 of Top Stories, the universe-exclusive delve into the Bugles' back catalogue. I am Andy Zaltzman, and with China in the news on a daily basis these days, especially in China, here's a trip back to Bugle issue 27 and the year 2008. The episode was entitled The Swimsuit Edition, and here am I with John Oliver. Top Story in this week's Bugle Beach Party, China. And there is a time in the not-too-distant future when China is going to be the one and only story. And when that is the case, Andy, I want to be ready. So this week I say not only hello and welcome to the bugle, I also say miu hua ha huang da qi ha. China announced this week that it intends to increase its military spending by 18% to 417.8 billion yuan. That's a lot of yuan. In fact... That's $59 billion worth of yuan. So now you know it's a lot of yuan rather than just assuming it was because it sounded like a lot. (laughs) Well, it sounds like a lot of money uh, to people like you and me, John, but we don't have our own private army and therefore we spend commensurately less on our defence budgets. But it's still quite a fair whack. This is around about $60 billion and America has complained that the real figure is actually around twice that. America itself actually only spends a fraction of what China forks out uh, is that the right term? Chop, chopsticks mm. out on That's its right. military. Uh, just a fraction of what China spends, America spends. Uh, quite a big fraction. Uh, in fact, quite a big collection of fractions. About 20 halves, in fact, of China's uh, spending. So America is leading from the front, telling uh, China off about its defence spending, very much like a naked Catholic priest diving into a crowded paddling pool tev- telling everyone to leave the children alone. That's right, the US military budget last year was $440 billion, so let's just check the maths on that. They're angry at China spending $59 billion, yet the US spends $440 billion a year. Um, No, that can't be right. 
I mean, that, that sounds ridiculous. I must have made a miscalculation with the figures there, Andy. My mistake. If those figures were true, the Pentagon would be massive hypocrites. <laughs> and I know they're not that, so the fault must be mine. Tell you what, I'll crunch these numbers again and I'll get back to you. <laughs> Just before this announcement, the US had released a statement criticising China's military spending. That's like taking criticism for eating too much from someone who has five donuts wedged in their mouth. In fact, I can't say for sure that that statement about military spending was not issued by someone who did have five donuts wedged in their mouth. Well, that, that's how the Pentagon give most of their statements nowadays. It's just to just take the edge off things. Try and distract the world from the impending doom by, by looking at someone with five donuts in their mouth. You know, just a bit of slapstick, basically. Uh, in fact, America in total spent almost $600 billion on uh, various aspects of military expenditure last year. Now, let's compare that with the United Nations' annual total spending of $20 billion on all of its operations. Let's also throw in the fact that America, the world's uh, richest country, is responsible for over 90% of the unpaid UN subscription fees. They owe Ban Ki-moon and his friends almost $700 million. And I guess we could understand if China's response to America's complaints about its defence spending uh, are to tell it to swivel and stop being such a dick. China is soon going to have so much money, it's actually going to be hard to comprehend. So it's important for them to use the international symbol of great wealth. They need to wear top hats, monocles and canes. That has to be the new Mao suit. At least we'll then know where they stand. Uh, China's insisted, though, John, that its defence programme is purely defensive and doesn't pose a threat to any other country, as long as that any other country isn't a country that's already part of China, in which case it probably does pose quite a big threat to it, particularly if you're dressed in a cloak. Do you think, though, John, that we should be worried about uh, China's increasing defence expenditure here uh, in Britain? I mean, I, I'm not worried about it at the moment, and I love sports. I won't actually be even thinking about worrying about it until after the Olympics at the very earliest. Yeah. But is it possible that China could invade Britain sometime in the next two years? Well, I mean, I don't know. I guess you've got to ask yourself, what has Britain got that China doesn't have that it might be interested in? Scotland. Scotland, that's true. China doesn't have Scotland, but would it really be interested in Scotland? Well, I don't know, but I do think we should hang on to Scotland and use it as a bargaining chip, it, it, just in case the Chinese do invade. Yeah, I just think that the Queen, they don't have a Queen. Just think how much they'd love to take the Queen back to Beijing, just as a kind of trophy. Chairman Mao did try it once. He tried to seduce her at a table tennis tournament. Uh, but I think maybe the time has come for us to preemptively invade China first, John, to try and make them show their military hand. And if I personally was going to invade China, and I hasten to add that at the moment that is a 100% hypothetical scenario, right? Well, well, 95%, then I would probably try to land a boat in Heilongjiang province in the northeast of China and then really? fight my way down towards Beijing, <laughs> trying to garner support from the peasant population as I go, and kind of hope right. a kind of snowball effect takes place. Also, I might hope that that provokes a full Tibetan uprising uh, in the west of China, uh, creating a kind of pincer movement on the Chinese government. Right, I mean, you've actually thought this out a lot more than I expected you to, Andy. Yeah. You're talking like someone who has a plan pretty much underway. Well, you know, you can't win the lottery if you don't buy a ticket. That's the way I'd look at it, John. No, that's a good point. Albeit that in the lottery of one-man invasions of China, losing tickets do come at something of a personal price. Also in China, police uh, in the south of the country have apparently discovered a factory which has been manufacturing free Tibet flags completely unaware. The factory workers claimed they thought they were just making happy, colourful flags and didn't yeah. realise their deep political meaning. Uh, as Aristotle himself said... 
one man's colourful flag is another man's desperate plea for international humanitarian and political support. It's such a fine line. I'm sure, Andy, that the Chinese police recognised that this was an honest mistake, and I'm sure that they're laughing about it now, back at the precinct, over the howling screams of the factory owner. <laughs> I tell you what you do not want to get caught with in China at the moment, Andy, and that is a box full of Tibetan flags. I- I'm pretty sure there's no worse thing to be caught with in a box. If I was a Chinese factory owner, which I nearly am, I just need to wait for the paperwork to go through... I would make absolutely sure that what we were producing was not Tibetan flags. Even if I did have no idea what Tibetan flags looked like, that would be my first and only question when taking any job. We need you to produce 200,000 shower nozzles. Okay. And these shower nozzles are definitely not Tibetan flags. No, they're shower nozzles. Okay, you have yourself a deal. But it was good to be sure. Thank you for listening, Buglers. For all information on everything to do with the Bugle and related issues, including our stable of other podcasts, go to thebuglepodcast.com. Another top story tomorrow.